Good afternoon. We were just driving by, thought we'd stop in and have some lunch. We'll seat ourselves. Uh, yes, that's what we do. Thank you. Menu? It's good here. Welcome to Lydia's Last Guest, a podcast breaking down and reviewing the new HBO series Lovecraft Country. I'm Daryl. I'm Sean. And since the first episode, we we had uh, spoke about it, about wanting to add a female perspective to the show, since the show is very, very female-centric with the gender change of Horace to Dee and Caleb Braithwaite to Christina. So today we have our first guest our first female voice we have tati what up y'all i'm tati never did a podcast before it's the first time me doing this so uh you know bear with me it's pretty <laughs> easy you'll be fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so a little bit about me i just i you know i'm a i'm a chef i love to cook love music want to travel it's a part of the goals I'm watching Lovecraft Country right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because, all right, that's drama, fantasy, horror, mystery, sci-fi, thriller. I love, like, horror sci-fi, like, a lot. But I don't know, like, now, what they've been coming up with, a bit of a disappointment. So I can't really say that I like anything right now. But right. that is my favorite. All right. That's cool. Cool. All right. I mean, you got more questions. I mean, I mean, definitely. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt the interview. You know, sheesh. Stressing me out. Right. All right. Now, um, before we go into the breakdown of the entire episode, like we usually do, right off the rip, uh, how would we feel about the episode? Um, that I liked it. I like the episode a okay. lot. Anything stand out or? A lot stood out. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. <laughs> All right, Sean, what you think about it? All right, I want to start off by saying R.I.P. Uncle George. Oh, here we go with this shit. Here we go. My homie. Bro, nobody cares about Uncle George, bro. Uncle George is as fuck. I care. Oh, but nobody with that really being said, really yeah, this episode was good. Word. I feel like this episode held its weight. Okay. Like, it's definitely like a shift in the tone from the first two episodes. So, I mean, are y'all cool with that? See, but that goes back to what we said before. They said it's like twi- was it Twilight Zone, Tales from the Crypt. So, I expect each episode to be a different tone, which I like. Yeah, I like how it is. I like how the storyline is going, definitely. Um, it's really different. Um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen next. Yeah, especially after the first two episodes basically being one story and it being a story that could have been told over a whole season. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. a lot to take in the first two. And then you go to that, the third episode, then you understand, okay. I feel like there was enough story and information in the third episode that could have been a season. Like, with the doctor having flashback episodes to find out 
what's his background, his history, his experiments, how he was finding his patients. There was a lot there. Oh, yeah, there was a lot there. But like, let's not go into too much exactly. detail. I just feel like that's just too much. Like, I mean, even though if I was, like, curious about what he did to those people, like, no. and, you know, at least a little brief story would have been cool. I don't know. I'm curious on the aspect that how long is the book? Because there's only one book, right? There's only one book, yeah. Man. There's only one book. So I'm curious on the aspect of how they're going to break the book down chapter-wise so I can see is this going to be multiple series or not, or they're going to branch off from this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if the I, last I know. episode ends, is the last chapter of the book, are they going to branch off, or is that it? That's why I'm just... I don't think so. I don't know. Because look what they did with the first two episodes. You know, like, it was fast so i don't think they're gonna because this book this this episode seems like an entire chapter yeah yeah in in the book lovecraft country is 85 pages and it's the first chapter of the entire book they split that up into two episodes because they had to because it's it's that long this episode is i think it's called the witch house and this is this is definitely this is the next chapter in the book and it seems like that's how they're going about this. It's each episode seems to be a chapter from the book. Now, what I don't know, because I, I want to say there's going to be more episodes than there are chapters in the book. So I, I don't know. Maybe the, the last chapters are in the book. I want to say it's like eight. Eight? Yeah. Yeah. Like in each chapter is only like 30 pages like 30 some some of them are like 40 like it's a fairly short story then. yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah like I'm this this chapter right now yeah like this chapter was only like 28 pages like this was one of the the quicker chapters i honestly hope that you know they just keep it simple like that i just i can't stand now there's just like going on and on with and on with stories all the time so it'd be pretty cool to see yeah, because something I'm, wrap up. Yeah, because w- once you start doing like, okay, we can do a prequel, then we can do a sequel, just, and then side. So it's like, come on, you exploiting it now. You're not even doing shit artistic. You're just trying to make money off the shit. All right, the series is ten episodes. Yeah, okay, ten episodes. All right, now the first two episodes are the first chapter, so that takes care of one of the chapters. All right, so then. That leaves an extra episode at the end. So, so more likely you're breaking chapter, the last chapter down into two episodes. Probably. Now, so if you view that, is that the end of that series? Is this just a mini series? That's what I don't know. That, that's what I don't know. And I don't think we're going to find out until the, the end of the series season mm-hmm. or whatever. But let's, let's get into the episode because we're, we're just going off track with everything mm-hmm. right yeah. now. You just go on. Yes. Yeah. So, um, episode opens up with Letty sitting in church because Letty clearly needs Jesus right now. And as she's sitting there, everyone's it's it's definitely like a Southern Baptist church because clearly someone's playing baseball with the Holy Ghost. People are convulsing, all types of stuff. And we see Letty sitting there, and she seems to be like kind of unaffected by what's going on, and she like sheds a tear. Now, in the book, <laughs> Letty's entire life is a mission from God, so the show has definitely taken a different approach to her. Now, 
did y'all get anything from like that opening scene? Like considering what happened to her in the last episode when she basically got shot and died and came back. I felt like when she came, I felt like a piece of her was missing. Like that's why that's what I came for that scene. Like you ever see any any of the movies when somebody come back to life, there a piece of them just is missing. Like they're never the same. That's what I got from her. Yeah, like she's because I'm her sitting. Like in she the stepped in a Lazarus pit and she just she just will never be the same. Word, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Even in like Batman comics, when Ray mm-hmm. Shaw comes back through the Lazarus pit. He comes back a little more insane. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I think she just looked really, emo- of course, emotional about what she'd been through. Then we get the title sequence, and it's different from the first episode because now we see the house, and instead of showing a book, they show someone like a casket underground. So when the show comes back, when the series comes back, we get a short story saying that in 1955, Negroes brought a house in the north side of Chicago, where it's wild racist. And we find out that the Negro that brought the house was Letty. It's three weeks after George's funeral. And she's trying to like talk to her sister and like go over all the money that she owes her. And then she reveals to her that she brought a house. Now, Ruby wants to know where the hell this money came from, but Letty, like, keeps deflecting, like, the whole time. She's, she's like, yo, where'd you get this money from? She's like, it's got 13 rooms. Yo, where'd you get this money from? Look, it's got an elevator. Like, she's really, like, not trying to tell her what's what. And Ruby's, like, not cool with her buying this house and shit because, what'd she say? It was, like, a, a, a riot or or the last black people that moved into that side of town had, like, problems and shit? Yeah. That's why when came on in the beginning and said in the 1950s when people moved up to the north side, I wasn't sure if it was that Letty or not because when they started talking about somebody else did it, I was thinking that that was them. Oh, referring to the previous ones. Yeah. Okay, that's possible. Because I think they say only five, right? And only and three went missing. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Nah, they said what later on when Atticus and Lady are sitting there, or in the in the opening when they're talking about the people moving up to the north side. I don't know if they said a specific number. I don't know if specifically, but once once Lady shows Ruby the house. Ruby's Ruby's not really with the shit because Ruby's Ruby's just trying to live her life as peaceful as possible. She's not really trying to ruffle no feathers, and Letty's definitely with the shits. Like, yes, right? Yeah, like Letty, Letty, and, and Letty really feels like, from what I see, because she's lighter, she feels like she she can get away with more shit. So I think that's why she's more ballsy than Ruby is. So there's definitely some colorism going on between the two. And we saw that in the, the first episode when Letty was like, I can get the job. And yeah, and Ruby was like, I've tried for like a year. And and Letty was persistent, like, nah, I'm, I'm going to get the job and then we'll be fine. Um, so after Letty shows Ruby the house, we go to Uncle George. Well, RIP Uncle George. We go to Hippolyta's house where we have breakfast with the Freemans and Hippolyta's grieving George with like suspicion. She's not really believing everything that Atticus, Montrose, and Letty has told her about her husband's death. And she's ripping out pages 
of George's favorite book, Dracula, because she's so frustrated. Atticus is there. He's filling the void for George as best he can, making breakfast, hanging out with Dee, uh, helping out with the, the travel guide. But Hippolyta seems like annoyed by him. Like, even though it seems like he's doing something real noble, she's she's like a little pissed off about it. He said, even tells his father later on that he's worn out his welcome. How, like, what is it about Atticus staying there that that's what do you think is annoying Hippolyta it's definitely because she doesn't believe what he's saying yeah definitely doesn't she feels it she know I mean you know a woman has that feeling you know when someone's lying like she knows that they're not telling her the truth she has the feeling in her okay so what do you think that they should do do you think they should tell her about the wizards and shit okay I think it's something really hard to tell her as far as the truth it's hard for her to believe yeah but like yeah i think she should know i think so okay i mean you know if they can prove it how do they prove it though like is there is there any way hard yeah it's just like um i don't know yeah because if they explain it to her like she she i don't know what she would think of them if if they were like yo it was some white wizards all this shit happened but yeah, they would definitely have to prove it. Mm-hmm. They would have that's to prove only, it. That's the only challenge. But I think she should know the truth. Like, okay, all right. No, I don't think so. Of course, I'm kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> with, I'm kind of with her not knowing. <laughs> yeah, you think yeah. it's too much, or yeah, it's a lot to know. I mean, yeah, it's, yes, yeah, it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's, that's, say, that's a huge. Right, so how you start this off, like. We got hunt. We got hunted in the woods by some vampire monsters. To losing their memory in a house with a bunch of white people. So how are you gonna deal with her persistence? Because she's going to be. Uh, 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 I, I feel like yo, you keep like, the story. Yeah, crazy girl. I know you're not telling me the truth. She's gonna be like. So how are you going to deal with that? To her saying it all the time. You're going to be lying all the time. So one day, what, you want spaz? And this, I, I, don't, like, I don't feel her. I don't see her right? believing me telling her that there's some weird No, you ain't world. telling her the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Word. I mean, this, is, this isn't in the book. So this is, this is different. So I don't, I don't know. Like, what's the right way to go with this? Um, uh, damn. Yeah, it's, it's tough telling Hippolyta this shit. It's tough. You can't tell D, the daughter. There's no way you tell the child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hippolyta, if you tell her, you got to have proof. You, I mean, it's going to get to a point. What proof do you have? Yeah, yeah there's, there's nothing. Yeah, you don't have anything right then and there. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I think Letty could have shown her some ghost shit in this episode and been like, look, shit is crazy. Because Atticus clearly saw some ghost shit. So now you want to traumatize this lady after she's lost <laughs> her husband? It don't matter because the, the, the ghost is going to mess with her so, too. So right? that's how we doing this, girl? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so even if we tell her about the white wizards, we traumatizing her. So like, it's more believable some crazy white sheriff shot her husband than some fucking white wizards. And then you want to show her some fucking some ghost shit. Yo, I mean, damn. I think she will find out regardless just because. Yo, she, she may go crazy after seeing some shit like that. Yeah. She, she, uh, yeah, you right. You right. And then, damn. Then, then, then D doesn't have two parents. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Damn. I mean, that pretty much goes right into Atticus wearing out his welcome over there and then going home where he finds his father drunk, passed out. Um, as usual. As usual. Throws water in his face. Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> Threw water in his face and finished. Uh, and throws a towel. <laughs> yeah, right? Here's the water and dry yourself off, nigga. <laughs> like, uh, um, and it's here where he's drowning where we get an explanation for the Jackie Robinson appearing in Atticus's dream in the first episode. Cause like, I remember watching that shit and being like, okay, what the fuck is Jackie Robinson doing there? And now we know that it was a story from, from Montrose and George when they were younger during the riots, somebody came swinging a bat like Jackie Robinson and saved their lives. And the only, and the only thing he said to them was, well, I got you kid. So it was cool seeing that, all right, they tied up that part of the dream. Everything else you know is from the shit that Atticus reads. All right, so um, yeah, they come into conflict over the terms of Uncle George's death, which we just talked about. Um, and Atticus is in favor of telling uh, Hippolyta and Montrose is like, absolutely not because white people got magic and there ain't shit she can do. There ain't mm. shit we can do. <laughs> like... Everybody. Yeah, Montrose ain't shit. Yeah, like, Montrose ain't fucking lying though. It's so funny. Atkins was like, he was like, I feel something bad. What did he say? Or I oh. feel, I feel something bad about this because you're lying. Yeah, because you lying, I my think. nigga. Like what you mean? Don't think too Montrose ain't. Fu- Montrose is telling the fucking truth. Ain't lying, shit we can fucking do. <laughs> what we gonna say? White people got magic now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He was like, yo, it's stacked against us big time now, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, Montrose, yeah, see, Montrose is getting to the point where he don't want to ruffle no feathers no more. He just want to live his life as peaceful as possible. Because yeah. he knew he fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's feeling crazy. So they get into an argument. Montrose slams his hands on the desk, on the table, and then Atticus is like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm leaving. Uh, I'm gonna go see how Letty's doing and then I'm taking my ass back to Florida. So he leaves there and then we go to Letty's boarding house where people are moving in and uh, she walks past Ruby's room and somebody named James uh, walks past and Ruby shuts the door in James's face. I don't know if they're saying that this is James Baldwin moving in or if they're saying that this guy's gonna be important down the line. Or they're gonna be they're gonna bang later or, on down the line. Or that. So <laughs> so that's that's possible. I think I definitely think James is gonna be somebody somewhere in this story. Um she makes her way downstairs and then she sees Atticus. They talk, he hasn't checked up on her since George's funeral. Um and what happens between two of them? They they uh oh yeah, he says he's going down to Florida. So he's pretty much like, Yeah, I just came to see how you was doing and all this other stuff. And what then they hear the horns outside. Hold so, on. That's, that's not us distract us from the fact we find out how irresponsible Atticus is. Well, well we ain't there yet. Wait, which part you talking about that now? Before the horn. Wait, what you mean? When the mother when he tells his job. He's only gonna be gone oh. for a couple of days, <laughs> and it's been like a month. Oh yeah, yeah. This dude, yo, that's wild job abandonment. 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Atticus, you yeah. You know, I think it was okay in the 1950s. Yeah, like, what world will I do that? You no, know? like, <laughs> along the way, you know? It's not like you can call I don't think in the 1950s you know? that was allowed. <laughs> yeah, Atticus, yeah, Atticus, yeah, like, yeah, he went to another state. He went to a, a couple states and just, yeah, he ain't been back. He's yeah. like, I got to move on. I don't got time. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think he's fired. I think so. Um, I yeah. don't think he can collect because it's yeah, nah. his job abandonment. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get the horns outside. Now, they all come outside and they see three white men standing in front of their cars with bricks tied to their car horns and all the other residents in the neighborhood are just standing on their lawns watching this shit. Atticus then decides he's going to stay. And the police officers drive by, look at them. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they look at them and tell them, like, basically, like, I'm looking the other way. Just don't even call and report it because we don't care. They had a smile on their face. They had a smile, yeah. Yeah. It, it was just like... Keeping on going. Which is what I really like about Lovecraft Country. Like, they do not shy away from, like, the racism of that era. Yes. Like, they're not sugarcoating shit. Nothing. They're showing you how the shit was. It's um, crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. So, after this happens, Atticus decides, all right, I think I am going to stay. So, after that, uh, what happens? Letty takes a nap. She wakes up because the sheets have been pulled off of her and it's in the heat in the, the house. Heat got turned on. Um, I guess we don't know if it was like from, you know, the spirits in the house. She feels, I thought, she, I think she felt like it was um, the th from the three white guys. They broke in her house or something because she, she seemed frustrated like it was from them, but I don't think it was from them. I think it was. She, she does think it was them at first, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it's definitely the ghosts. Yeah. Um, so that happens, she goes down, she uh turns turns the she turns the boiler off. Yeah. Um with the screw because they took the the knob the knob off. And then uh she hears something coming from the room below the basement. No, that's not the room below the basement. Just is oh in the basement. It's an underground yeah. type. You know, because I mean, in the fifties, I mean, I'm sure they had a lot of. It seemed I don't know what it was. I don't think they. It was like a either. Right? It was a secret. I call it a secret room in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think that's where I don't know if that's where all the bodies are. Nah, right nah, because the bodies are under the elevator. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In the elevator way. Yes. Yeah. So, so this room. Yeah, I don't know mm -hmm. what the hell this room is. But yeah, she she hears noise coming from there. She runs out. She tells Atticus. Atticus checks it out with her. Um, Atticus decides he's going to board up the windows and and uh, be the lookout for a couple nights because shit is tense. They he he believes it to be the the PTSD. P yeah PTSD yeah and um the 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 white terrorists. So he's going to go patrol for them as well. The colonizers. The colonizers. And he tells her that that's a perfect place for a dark room, which she takes his advice and turns it into that. Um, after that, we get the party. 
And we get a couple cool things at this party. We get a Martin Luther King reference because for people that don't know, Martin Luther King's birth name is Michael Luther King. It's not Martin. Mm -hmm. So he's the young preacher that they're speaking about that they heard was married to a white woman, but they made him marry a colored woman, Coretta. And um, he's he's working his way up the ranks because it's 55 now, 1955. So he's just starting to make a name for himself. And when the kids are playing on the Ouija board, we also get a reference or we straight up see Emmett Till. They're on the Ouija board and then we see a kid with a, uh, a tie that's black with a white stripe going down it. And he asks if his trip is going to go well. And we see the Ouija board just go to straight up to no. So Emmett Till was from Chicago. And when he went to Mississippi, when he was like 15, that's when the whole thing happened, where he allegedly catcalled a a white woman and she accused him. And then he ended up getting beaten and hung for it. So those were were, uh, little cool little things that they slid in there. So uh, what else big happens at the party? The Atticus and Letty sex scene that happened. Um, I guess, you know, she was a virgin. Yeah, we find out uh, later. How do we feel about the Atticus and Letty sex scene? Like, or them having sex, period. Like, what did, what did y'all think about that? You know, First of all, homeboy was a liar. What? Who? Homeboy. Homeboy. Remember that high school friend? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that's another thing that's kind of crazy. Like, how old are they? Like, how long ago was high school? Because they, they're all over 30. But yeah, how old are they supposed to be in this show? To me, they have to be like mid-20s. I don't. Think I thought they were like 25. 20. Yeah. So I thought they said Atticus was 25 earlier. Um, No, nah, I don't think they ever specifically say anyone's ages. Um, And even in the book, like, they're... they're they don't describe any of the characters as far as appearance is concerned. Mm-hmm. It's just all personality, which is which is dope because you can do a lot with the casting that way. But yeah, Tree is a liar because he was like, they tussled back in high school, but she's a virgin. Um, I think I think Atticus should have washed his hands, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it was cool that he didn't make it a big thing because you know it, it shouldn't be. But man, why ain't we washing hands? Yes, or his penis, like just uh, wipe it down real quick, bro. Like, come on. He so- wore it as a badge of honor. That's what that was. Oh okay. man. Okay, okay. That's like so, a medal, like a medal on his uniform. Listen, huh? he just got back from Korea, bro. I would have been like, listen, listen, babe, you gonna have to wash it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was an afternoon Sunday shower for my man. Oh, oh man. man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, he been man. in worse. He got real jealous in the in the dance floor, you know. Yeah. Right he, was in a, right, he was in the jungle. He got real <laughs> jealous. She wasn't acting like a virgin, though, with that guy that she was dancing with. <laughs> but she was trying to get him jealous. Yeah, she knew exactly what she was yeah. doing. So what, what do y'all think about the sex scene between the two of them? Do you think that, like, because I know sometimes in shows when they take the two leads and throw them in a relationship, it's kind of whack because it's like, yo, y'all always do this. But, I like... It was from the start that they were in a relationship, right? They were just always... Uh, Letty and, yeah. and X? Nah. I mean, they were always... 
Nah, they knew each other as kids. He yeah. he went to war and lived in Florida and came back. And you can tell she's always had an attraction. She's had an attraction to him since he's been back. Yeah. You see that all over. Um, uh, you can tell that was going to happen, I think. Yeah. No surprise on that. Yeah. I think I definitely feel like that was going to happen. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I'm cool with I, it. Yeah, I don't think it's a disappointment. I think it was mm-hmm. something that had to happen in the storyline. Like, it wasn't, it's not an annoying, like, what the fuck, like, put these two main characters together. No, no, it's, it worked. Yeah, yeah. And especially for Lydia, because you, feel, you after you find out that she was a virgin, and then you find out, then you realize, like, yo, you died before you even had sex, technically. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's wild. That's, that's pretty crazy. And that was on her mind. Yeah. And she's like, yo, I technically died before I ever had sex. And she's like, she's and doing all that emotion. She just had to get it out. Yeah. So after they uh, finish having sex, Atticus doesn't wash his hands or his penis. They go downstairs. Yes, yes. And, yes. and when they go downstairs, we, uh, we go back to Hippolyta. Now, she's looking for D. This is after the Ouija board uh, tells her that George is dead and she freaks the fuck out on her friends and runs out. Uh, Hippolyte is calling for her and then Hippolyte is drawn into a room where she's, um, she's drawn towards an, an orrery. Now, that's like a, uh, a mechanical solar system, but it wasn't our solar system. This thing had like two suns. So... That's a, that, that was definitely a tease for things that come. Because they wouldn't have shown us that scene if it didn't mean anything. Yeah, it has to mean something. I was confused at first, but I'm just like, I know this is going to have a, a reason behind it. Yeah. Definitely. So after Hippolyta goes into there, we go to the burning cross on the front lawn. Um, now, Journey Smollett shines in this scene. Uh the music they pick is great. Take it back. Um, and she's she's pretty much fed up with shit. And she runs outside with that bat. Atticus orders everyone to get the shotguns. Um, My favorite part. And then she goes out and she smashes these three fucking cars. Fucking in. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I just can't express how much I love that part of the episode yeah it's, it's a really great scene uh journey smollett shines in it i think like that scene is why she was cast in this role like yeah she really bodies this really? shit um the rage the anger everything perfect yeah and 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 um you felt it you felt it especially in the end my favorite when she hits the light the last car, the third car. Oh, yeah, when she cracks that light bulb forward. Cracks the light bulb, puts her dress strap back up, then just goes in on the window. Yeah. It's just great. Yeah, it's, it's a really great scene. So much anger, you know, from the racism of these, you know, these white, these white men. It's just crazy. It's just... Yeah, and I really and I really like how how they all moved during that time too. It's like as soon as she got the bat and walked outside, Atticus they all knew what it was. They, yep. Yeah, 
Atticus got the shotguns and started making orders. Um, she smashes all of them. They stand guard the entire time. Ruby gets in the car, drives up. They put all the weapons in there. She drives off. And then they just get on their knees with their hands behind their head because they know what it is. Mm-hmm. If you do anything more, something were to happen. Like, and you know, and they all like they all were safe in the end. Yeah. And, but it was just great. <laughs> like <I> said, <laughs> the way they had they knew exactly what to do. Yeah. Like her sister pulling off with um with uh the straps Word. was, <laughs> was mm-hmm. great. It was great. It so, was like wow. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all already know. So after all that happens, of course, someone has to get arrested and it's Letty. And while she's in custody, she uh, gets interrogated by the cop. He wants to know how she bought the house. Um, You can't afford that. Did somebody tell you to buy the house? Uh, Has anything weird happened in there? And he holds on to a strap. And you said that, like, when you saw it, you were wondering what that strap was for. Mm-hmm. And then you see him hold it, and then they just start whipping that bitch around. And she's, yeah. She gets swung around like mm-hmm. nothing. Like a rag doll. Yep. Yeah. I, I wanted, didn't want to say it, but yep, like a rag doll. Yep. It's crazy. While she's handcuffed. While she, yeah, right? Shit's crazy. And while all this is happening, the, uh, the cop basically tells her what they found the the what eight bodies in there mm-hmm. eight bodies um in the what the the what in the basement or or did they i guess say- you called the cellar he said yeah well in the basement or the cellar yeah yeah so after all this happens uh he lets her out and then we go to day nine where um letty's in the dark room and she's looking at all the pictures she's recently developed, and she notices that, like, there are streaks on these pictures, and, and it's kind of like a puzzle. So she lays them out on the floor, and when she completes the puzzle, it's the face of Hiram Epstein. And the face comes out, tells Letty to leave her leave his house. She runs upstairs, freaking out. to leave her house. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. And so she goes upstairs. She's freaking out. Ruby's trying to talk to her because Ruby's like, yo, people are moving out. I told you this was a bad idea. It's it's we're in, we're in danger now. What the fuck? And then Letty let it slip, lets it slip that uh she got the money from her mother. To which Ruby appropriately freaks flips the fuck out. Um, because their entire life, Ruby has been sending her money to take care of her. Marvin's been sending her money to take care of her, and she used this money to uh, buy a house. Now, do you think that, like, just off the rip, the money was left to Letty. Do you think she should have given that money or split it with her siblings? What, what do you think, Todd? Um. Well, I think... Um... Because like she says that her it was her mother's wishes or something, right? What she was saying that the sister said, Ruby said, whether it be my your mother's wishes or not. But I, you know, I think that she was wrong for it. Like me, I would have split the money with my siblings, you know, especially because she doesn't even have a relationship with her mother. Like, you know, Ruby expresses about how frustrated she is because she didn't even like, apparently she didn't even go to her funeral so it's just like so 
you know, I understand her frustrations, Ruby's frustrations. It's just like, how how do you feel like it's okay for you to just keep that money and not, you know, split it between us? But then again, I, I do remember Ruby mentioning, you know, whether it be her mother's wishes. So it's like a little hard because if it's her mother's wishes, then I would understand why she would want to give her mother's wishes because of the bad relationship that they have, you know? She just maybe feels like she wants to do that for her, you know? Okay, this is for like some type of closure. Yeah, you know, you know, like, and then um, she and and she feels like it'll help their build her relationship with her sister, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't think it was if if it was her mother's wishes. I'm not I'm not sure about that. It's just like, uh, see, I, I totally agree with you. I was I, I felt the same way, and I'm like. She's a, she's a piece of shit for not sharing it with her brothers and sister. Okay. But later when you start to realize, I think she was co- coerced into buying the house. Yeah. Well, well uh, cause I'm trying to think when, do... because if you look how the detective was explain like breaking it down, can someone tell you to buy this house? Like the money from like that, there's something suspicious in the entire situation of how Ruby got into this house in particular. Letty. Well, I mean, Letty got to this house in particular. Yeah, yeah. It's it's def- there's definitely some uh, weird circumstances going on that uh, they they kind of get into as the episode goes on. Yeah. So Ruby's pissed. She decides, "Yo, fuck you. I'm leaving." What she she said that. She kept sending her money this whole time, thinking she was just a fuck up. And this entire time, she was just fucked up. I, I, I felt that. I was like, right? Mm. Man, I was like, oh, that's a hard thing to come back from. Like, you know. I wanted to cry for Letty. Yeah. yeah. It seems like, you know, she's going to hold on to that for a little bit. She, you know, that yeah. anger, you felt it. And I do, like, genuinely think that, like, Letty wants a relationship with Ruby. I genuinely think you know. that, but that's not how you go about it. Yeah. You know, you don't just, like, force it into her like that, you know. Like I said, I feel like only if it was her mother's wishes, I would understand. And I feel like that would make sense for her mom to have left that, you know, as her wishes, you know, when we figure but, out later on where the money actually came from. That's one thing give her a guideline of some sort. Mm-hmm. The show never touched on, the show never read the will. Of what, the mother? Yeah. Yeah, nah. Nah. They, like, they mentioned the mother's death in the first episode. Um, we see that the mother's death is death is a, is a big, big role, as a, plays mm-hmm. a big part in the relationship between Letty and her siblings. Um. Yeah, I, we'll we'll damn. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Cause cause uh, cause in the book, the money, uh, quote unquote, comes from their father. Because mm-hmm. in the book, they all have the same parents, uh, Marvin, Ruby, and Letty. But L- Letty and Ruby go to the attorney, and the attorney says, "Your father left you both this money." And that's what happens. But the show is already taking a turn. So, um, all right, let's keep going. Because the next thing that happens is pretty interesting. Because it's, it's uh, 
the meeting between Montrose and Hippolyta. Now, Montrose lost his wife, Hippolyta lost her husband. And this is the first time we see these two characters on screen. Um, I thought it was interesting. Uh, you You see that they're close because Montrose is there and he's there to see his niece and help her out with her baseball swing. He helps his sister-in-law with the groceries and it's, it's a warm relationship. She's smiling the whole time. It's not until he puts those groceries down and a new copy of Dracula falls out. And that's when you start seeing that Hippolyta, her suspicions extend to Montrose as well, because she feels something's not right. And, and, we already know how he feels. He feels he feels how you feel, Sean. He don't want to tell her shit. Cause cause fucking white people got wizards and there ain't shit we can do against that. Bro. That's what I'm saying. White people's a wizards. Ain't shit you can do. Shit. So I mean it's a quick scene. It's not really long, the interaction between the two of them. Yeah. Um but it was interesting. It was interesting. And I think that's the last time that we see those two characters in this episode. So I definitely think that her suspicions are going to go deeper. We're going to see her keep looking to see what happens. Absolutely. She is not going to stop. Because once she has that, once you have that feeling, especially her, she just looks like she's not going to let it go. Yeah, definitely not. Mm-mm. So next scene, we get Letty at the diner. Um basically doing some detective work, looking like a crazy person with pictures and articles all scattered on the fucking table. Atticus shows up. First thing out of her mouth is the house is haunted. Atticus is just like, hell, walk me through it. Like, he's not questioning this shit anymore. I like that was so funny. Right? <laughs> Atticus is the some, mostly the head of reason. Yeah, mostly. mostly. Like, he does, Atticus knows what they just went through. You telling me the house is haunted? Yeah, that's plausible to happen. Yeah, like he's 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 like how I feel like people in these Marvel movies should be. If someone comes up to you and they talking about some crazy shit, oh yeah, I'm gonna believe it. Like yo, bro, yeah. we just saw a, a, a doctor bring thousands of people through mad portals. Like, come on, anything's possible. Aliens are coming from space. Like this guy can turn into a, a big green monster. Like any, like Thor's here. Like, come on now. So really, I find, I honestly find it so. Funny. At that point, I can believe anything. Yeah. Like, when you see the things that you've seen, and you still question it, like please. <laughs> yeah, that shit makes no sense. So, um, Letty goes in and explains how she believes her house is haunted. Um, she tells Atticus what the cops told her about finding those bodies. And this leads her down a rabbit hole where she finds articles and photos of people that were missing in Chicago. She finds out about the the original owner of the house, Winthrop, but can't get too much information on him. But yeah, but one noteworthy thing was cool. All the collages of pictures she was putting down were the victims that were killed. Yeah. They, they, they turned into victims that the people that were killed. Yeah. And and uh, then then they were talking about who Doctor Hiram Epstein, and we find out that Hiram Epstein was doing experimentations on black people, which historically um, happened. 
uh, the whole gynecology field was basically like founded on experimentation to black women. Um, so this was another historical fact that, that I liked that they kind of folded into the show. Um, so Letty comes to the conclusion that there's restless souls trapped in her house with their killer. And, and that's something that she needs to handle. Atticus is like, yo, you should move out because I think uncle George would say, that they're not going to stop until you're dead too to which she replies um she basically says like she's going to overcome this repressed trauma she was like yo i died over there uh in in artem three weeks yeah, so ago. basically if she can't beat this she can't move forward yeah and i absolutely understand her in that it's just like especially after you go through something like that you're just like Forget about it. You're gonna. You you don't mind to take on that challenge. So. Yeah, go ahead. So they uh decide they're gonna have a séance. They find a uh is that a voodoo doctor or like, like what do they find? Yeah, yeah like a voodoo doctor basically. Bring her to the house. Uh, she brings a goat up onto the porch, slits the goat's throat. Um, Crazy white neighborhood, yeah, right? <laughs> In the 1950s, on the porch, on the porch. <laughs> like what? Atticus is standing there, like the fuck is going on? <laughs> like I wonder. I wonder. Like, you don't think no neighbor seen this shit? Yeah, right. So, but wait, hold on. After they slit the goat's throat and the blood goes into the dish, what do they do with the goat? That's just I don't know, man. Porch. Right, she just leaves it on the porch, right? She literally just drops it and leaves it on the I porch. I hope they ain't gonna waste that shit. Yeah, right? I was just wondering, I'm like, who's gonna clean that shit up? Yeah, goat tacos are delicious. Oh, facts. All right, so they leave the goat on the porch, walk in, they go down to the dark room, and while they're in the dark room, they begin the seance. And while this shit is happening, um, the three white men who own those cars that Letty fucked up, they come into the house. Now, did they have to step over that dead goat on the porch to get into the house? I think they... They never explained that. They never explained that. Oh. Plot holes. No, they came through the window. Oh, they went through windows. Okay. Yeah, they okay. went through windows. Because they probably saw that dead goat on the porch and yeah, were and like, like... let me go around. Yeah, let's try something else. Cause... Let's not try and end up like that dead goat. Yeah. No, they broke in, though. No, they... um. They weren't trying to go through the entrance at all. Okay. They went straight for a window. All right. So I know they just got some blood from the goat, start putting it all over themselves. Yeah, that shit was uh like a bunch of savages. Shit. <laughs> so while the seance is going on, they break into the house, and while they're looking to cause havoc, um, the the ghost of Kevin McAllister kills all of them home alone style um the elevator decapitates the one guy uh yo that was crazy yeah that shit was real crazy, crazy. That shit but was real crazy. i like seeing that shit coming a mile away oh yeah you knew it was coming when letty dodged it in the beginning you knew oh it's gonna get somebody yeah. <laughs> um how did the other two people go Man. um that one just stood out yeah, that was like the mo mo most noteworthy standout one. That was just, mm -hmm. oh, you like seeing it coming, but it was impressive to watch when it happened. Word, yeah, yeah. And I, and I like that they actually showed that blood just popping out. Like, that shit was great. 
Um, damn, I don't know how the other two people died. And like, I watched the episode probably like four or five times, six times. I don't yeah, know. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. This is just like how did Uncle George get knocked out in the first episode in the cabin? No, made no sense at all. <laughs> no sense. No sense. We rewind that <laughs> yeah. part too. Like, hold up. Yeah, I think that nigga just fainted. <laughs> like, yeah, stop disrespecting my homie Uncle George. Bro. <laughs> this no, nigga fainted. Uncle George plays a lot of games. Word. Yes, a he lot does. of games. He plays a lot of games before he played. <laughs> so, Dr. Like Reggie Miller, man. <laughs> So Dr. Epstein possesses Atticus um, and starts approaching uh, Letty. Such a great scene. Really great scene. I really liked that a lot. Such um, a great The scene. effects in it were great, showing showing uh, Epstein's face and Atticus's face, uh, telling that bitch to get the fuck out of his house. The music that they played. Yeah, yeah. Was the, great. The music in this entire episode was really good. Yes. Hold on. We forget to tell him that that voodoo shit didn't work at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the, the sprinkler system goes off. It wipes the, the goat blood off their foreheads. And the homegirl gets fucking tossed. Yeah, she gets tossed a couple times. Um, and and I chokes. feel bad for her. Yeah, word, word. She didn't ask for none of that. Yeah, I was like, when she wake up her back on her, right? it's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, did she get paid overtime? I hope so. I hope she got paid up front. Like, yo, she got oh, fucked man. up. She better have benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. How do you report that, though? Like, you got hurt during a seance, though? Like, what do you, how do you say, yeah, how do you report that? You didn't that? get work in this comp today. Yo, yeah, yeah, right? Yo, what's the claim? Like, my body got thrown up and down. Yeah, like. <laughs> You know, send the bill to somebody that's been dead for like paranormal. <laughs> they gotta sign other paranormal activity. Damn, that's like that's like the COVID on now <laughs> on on uh, claim forms. Damn. So Epstein possesses Atticus, and then Letty stakes her claim in the New World and unites with the re- restless souls that are trapped in her house and. They uh, what did they basically kill Epstein's spirit, right? Yeah, yeah. So they basically get rid of him. I guess the spirits are are set at peace now. Do they stay in the house? Do they leave? I don't know, man. That's a good question because I'll ask you that at the end. Yeah. So all right, that happens, and then it's the next day. Letty's being interviewed about opening up the boarding house to protect black people in this this uh white neighborhood. And then off the record, the reporter asks her about the three uh, white men that disappeared from her neighborhood. And, like, she is like, nah, this is the first time I'm hearing about it, which makes sense because all that shit happened while they were having the seance. So she really has no idea what yeah, happened. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said all that happened while they were having the seance. But after you had your seance and you came upstairs, you ain't seen no white body laying across you, you um, right in front of the elevator? I think the spirits got rid of the bodies, though. I, That's I think, what I was wanting to know. Yeah, I think you the spirits... You think the spirits got rid of the body, cleaned up all the blood and everything? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. What I don't get is why doesn't she go downstairs to the cellar 
and see if those bodies are there. Like, because the police officer told her that, you know. But these bodies aren't even in the cellar. Yeah. Huh? These bodies are, like, under, like, some tunnel, some weird. I would try to figure it out. I mean, it's her home. I would now, after we find out that the doc, the person that owned the house before the doctor was a part of the Sons of Adam, that doctor was a part of the original Sons of Adam group, and he stole pages from the book of the book of um, the book of names. Do we think that the vault that he's hiding the pages from the book of names is underneath the house? Let's let's get back to that because after the whole interview. Then uh, Atticus makes his way into town into to JJ's office where he sees Christina. And then this is when Christina gives us that history lesson that you're talking about right now. Oh, yeah. And then we find out that Letty was given the money by JJ. It's Christina's money. And I mean, do, do we find out she was coerced into buying the house? That's, that's what I, I was talking because about earlier. Because, like, I feel like she would how how else did she like get to exactly where she wanted to her to be you know be basically she wanted her to buy that home or yeah. that you know that property and that's what i'm saying when she got the money we're not sure was there any stipulations on her getting the money right mm. right in the book there are stipulations in the book you they see, the like they never they never tell us that yeah, they never go into detail with that. So we don't really know. Yeah, and that's my whole point about her being in that exact house that she want her to be in. Where she had to be coerced, coerced to get to that house. Yeah, it had to have been like, if you take the money, it has to be for that specifically. Yeah. You'll have a little bit left over, but you need to get that house. Yeah. Yeah, because then JJ leaves um, boxing up all his shit and... Like, is JJ even really an attorney? Is is he really? No. Yeah, so he's probably just somebody that Christina found was like, you're going to talk to her because you're black and it'll sound better. He'll believe you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, to this point, Letty still believes that that money came from her mother. Yep. Atticus is the only one that knows. Um, so Atticus goes there to try to kill Christina. He finds out he can't pull the trigger. And then Christina is giving him a history lesson the one you were just talking about, about Hiram Winthrop being kicked out for stealing the pages from the Book of Names, then the house going to Epstein. And Christina mentions, she mentions Winthrop's pages and she mentions Titus Braithwaite's pages. Yeah. Now, she says that Titus's pages are in the safe. Winthrop's pages are somewhere in the house. I don't know where. In that tunnel, that's possible. That's very possible because I don't think they would have shown us that tunnel for nothing. In the tunnel, or maybe in that other other um, where the the broiler is, you know, that mm-hmm. underground area. We don't know what that is either. There's two spots, right? There's no. two different areas. Yeah, under the boiler is is the dark room. Atticus, well, let's let's, let's talk. Yeah, 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 it was. Let's talk about how Atticus is bugging. When? What the hell made him think he's going to walk up and shoot some white lady and there was no, going to be no repercussions? Oh, yeah. He was definitely going to try to shoot her inside the uh, inside you know, the, uh, inside the office. Like, his gun wasn't going to make a sound. 
Um, like he wasn't gonna get arrested. Yeah, he was tripping. He was like, definitely tripping. He wasn't gonna get hung up. Yeah, yeah, it'd have been a rat for Atticus. It'd have been a rat. Yeah, he's he gets a uh, real ballsy a lot in this show. It's been a couple of times where he was tripping. Yeah. It's it's like, I, I understand your ballsiness, Atticus, but you gotta understand your survival. Read your room. Like, bro, yeah, you've been dead. Yeah, you've been dead quick fast. Yep. So like, after and then after you got killed, because you killed a white lady, Chicago would have been on an uproar, and almost every black man walking the street would have been probably lynched too. Oh yeah, his family would have been fucked over by, by him doing this shit. They're fucked over completely. So Christina's talking to them about these pages, and we basically find out that she wants them to get these pages for her so she can basically acquire more power. So just like the last episode was titled Whitey's on the Moon, we're finding out Whitey is still on the moon. Like, it's other shit going on, but all Christina's concerned about, just like her father, is acquiring more power. So... I mean, the episode ends with her saying, Atticus, uh, you have to be smarter than that. You know you can't just go around killing white women. And that's it. So, all in all, we like the episode. Um, y'all got any thoughts or predictions for what could happen next with this? I thought one thing I thought was cool, how we found Christina's father claim the fame. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. His power invincibility, but he had to take it down. To do like the irony, he had to take it down just to perform the ritual. Yeah, for to to get eternal life, he had to turn off his invulnerability. But uh, we saw how that went. What else? Uh, we see that we're going to go deeper into the history of the Sons of Adam. Like we definitely see that mm-hmm. with the uh, talking about the book of names and the pages and stuff. Um, I'm interested. Uh, it seems like the first two episodes they pretty much just wrapped up that story. And it feels like this episode gave you a hint, a little bit of everything that's going to happen going forward. Like yeah. we see Ruby leave Letty. So we know their relationship strain. Ruby's going to go through some shit. Um, we see Hippolyta finding the Ori and still questioning what's going, what happened to Uncle George. So that's going to be a story. Um, D and the Ouija board. I think that's going to lead to something. Yeah, it has to. That that, that part was... You think the Emmett Till's going to come back up in the later episode? Nah, I think Emmett Till's just dead. I think I think that's all we're going to get from him. Um, you, don't, you don't think because that's, D, um, that's D's friend that that's going to come back up? I, I don't know, because I don't know if the show is going to... Uh, if the time period that they do is going to be long enough... To even go into his whole trip and then him dying and shit, so I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't know if they're even going to bring back up uh, Martin Luther King, you know, after touching on him a little bit. So I don't know. I think they're just going to sprinkle little, like I guess, Easter eggs like that throughout the series. Like that's that's the feeling I'm getting because that kind of stuff is being added by Misha Green. None of that shit's in the book, which, um, oh, right. yeah, I'm glad she's adding it because it's pretty dope. I like that they have some, like, real shit going on. Um, what else? That's cool she's adding a lot of things from that time period. Yeah, yeah, real cool, real cool, real cool. I really fuck with it. I'm, I'm happy so far. Three episodes in, I know, in, like, I think it was the second episode we did, I was talking about uh, some disappointments mm. uh, that are different from the book, but 
I'm, I'm gonna think about it. Either the next episode or one after that. I think I may stop pointing out the differences from the book and just ride out with the show. And then at the end of the season, probably then start talking about the differences if there's any that are and like. It's kind of hard to like guess the direction of the show where it's going, knowing that they're all going to be different. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. I can't. I, I, was about to say, I can't find. I can't find a um, or guess what can really happen next because this is a really different story. Yeah. Different. Like names, each just like seems like it's gonna change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like changed. this. Like it's kind of good in a way. Like this is one of them shows that I can't guess what's going on, so I just gotta ride out every week. Yep. Word. Word, yeah. I mean, that's what I love too. I love shows like that where you can't guess what's gonna happen next. Yeah. Like, so that's good. Word, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna ride out with it. The only thing, the only thing I foreseen, I knew like when I watched episode one, I like, yo, Uncle George is gonna die. Yeah, you felt that. Yeah, I think I said that. Yeah, like, I didn't. I didn't. Not yet. Not so. so I, like in one of our conversations, I said that to you. I'm like. Episode one, my uncle George is gonna die. Shoot, but at the end of episode two, you you feel like he's coming back though, right? You still sticking yeah, by that? I like he's coming back. I felt like somebody was oh, gonna I pull agree. some witchcraft on and put and pull a hell mary and see my homie. But okay. then no one did, man. <laughs> Do you think it's still possible? I don't know, man. He's in the ground for a week now, man. A couple weeks. You yeah, think a couple weeks. I don't know, like, because, like, I did feel like he was going to come back, but I don't know now. I feel like maybe not. I'm saying Letty got to come back. I thought Uncle George was going to come back. Huh? Letty got to come back. I thought Uncle George was coming back. Well, they ain't going to kill my homie off. Yeah. I mean, if he he comes back now, though, he's got to deal with the same shit Letty's going through. If he comes back now, I think it's only going to be in flashbacks and, like, a spirit form. Okay. Flashbacks, I can see. Spirit. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I, I mean, at this point, you could be like, he's going to come back as an alien. Anything can happen on this fucking Anything. show. Like, all in all, we like the episode. Yeah. Yeah, it oh, was yeah. a good episode. I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm not disappointed to. with the show thus far. Like, thus far, the show is good. Yes. Word. Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing more. Like, I'm Definitely. very happy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, let's do this again next week. Um, Lydia's last guest, Holy Ghost, Lovecraft Country. Peace.